Hi everyone, welcome to the Highbury Hangout. In today's episode, we'll be doing an opponent report and having a pre-match chat ahead of Arsenal's next game in the WSL against Leicester. Kickoff is on Sunday the 6th of November at 2 o'clock and for UK viewers will be available on the BBC Red Button. First things first, Leicester's form is definitely not great going into this game. They sit bottom of the table with absolutely no points. This is of course in comparison to Arsenal who will head into the game hoping to extend their consecutive WSL wins to 14. The last time we met, Arsenal beat Leicester 5-0 in an absolutely emphatic victory in early April of this year and then prior to that it was 4-0. While all of this sounds really positive, of course, and Arsenal definitely go in as very, very firm favourites to win the game. It's of course really important to remember that last season these were the exact kind of games that really tripped Arsenal up in those games that we were almost more than expected to win. It should have been, of course you're going to win, plus there's going to be like an absolute goal fest for the goal difference and things like that. So obviously we lost out on points against Birmingham and now... You know, we don't want to trip up in that same position. I've spoken before about how I think the mentality of this team that's really grown, so I think is less likely, but obviously something to look out for. This is especially considering the fact that now on top of Leah Williamson and Rafa Souza being out, and then of course Taya Goldie with her ACL injury, we believe that Kim Little has a knee injury, although we're not told how serious that is yet. And let's be real, knowing Arsenal and what they're like with their injury updates, we probably won't get much more information. But I think it's pretty fair to say that she, of course, won't be available for selection. And then on top of that, if you listen to my last podcast, you will know that Viv Miedemar is not available for selection for this game, given that Arsenal have allowed for a leave of absence and she will return after the international break, although she will not be playing in the international break. And on the topic of international call-ups, obviously we have spoken at some length about the Arsenal's international call-ups, but what's quite interesting is that despite their form and lack of progress in the league, Leicester actually do have some international call-ups themselves, mainly for Wales and Scotland, as well as uh, various countries at the development stages, so under 23 and below. But of course, the biggest news in regards to the fixture and kind of what is on absolutely everyone's mind is Leicester's change in management. So Lydia Bedford, their manager and their assistant, Nicola Williams, have left. What's quite interesting was that in the press conference, which was just three hours before the announcement was made, Bedford said... At the moment, I feel very supported by the club. We know what needs to change over the next few months to help us. She also said that the club are working hard towards the January transfer window. However, as we all now know, three hours later, she was out of a job. Now, initially, I was thinking, okay, maybe this is because, obviously, Brighton have got rid of Hope Powell, and maybe that's a little bit of a reaction to that in the hopes of finding a manager who is unattached. However, we now know that Willie Kirk, who was the director of women's football at Leicester, is now the manager on a permanent basis. He's had experience with Bristol and Everton, and he will be supported by Emil Heskey and Steve Kirby. 
I think there's a few things you can kind of take from this. So first of all, if we're going negative, which I feel, you know, as an Arsenal fan, we do like to think a little bit negatively sometimes. So obviously quite a lot of teams who get rid of their manager, especially if they're having a real, real struggle, which we can definitely say Leicester are, they then really perform well in at least the next two or three games following a new appointment. Now that can be due to a range of factors, whether that's them trying to impress the new managers to secure their position or, you know, a change in the environment can help with mentality in games. I think it will be really important to see how Leicester come out, especially in the opening minutes of the game. But then on the flip side, obviously this is a really big level of change in the club, so they might struggle. And then obviously this is on top of some really, really quite bad form. In his pre-match press conference, Jonas spoke about this change and did kind of say that he had prepared in training for a Bedford side and obviously now we have this unknown entity in terms of preferred tactics, preferred players, those sorts of things. So based on that he has said that he feels it will be a difficult test but overall he trusts the maturity and has trust in the team that they will be able to deal with any kind of formation that we encounter against Leicester. Now, in any opponent report, I do, especially given we're still in the first stages of the WSL season, I think it is really important to, you know, look at last season, look at the most recent transfer window, although, as we've discussed with this new manager, that might hold a little less kind of weighting in terms of what we can interpret from that, but overall, they obviously still have the same players, and the manager's only been in there for a couple of days, So it would be difficult to really see the impact he's had in terms of, you know, the training and things. He might have an impact in terms of motivation, but maybe not so much on the long-term aspects of football. So based on that, last season, Leicester won four, drew one, but lost 17. And their main goal was definitely just trying to stay in the WSL. The attempt this year was for that not to be the case, you know, kind of make some progress in terms of their overall standing at the end. However, that is looking a little unlikely, especially given that their latest loss was against Reading, who are have now moved from bottom of the table. Over the summer, Leicester had several players move on and four arrived. Then manager Bedford said that she felt their impact relatively instantly. She said... I feel like I've signed 10 players because those four players contributed to a massive shift in our culture. So three of those signings, Josie Green, Eileen Wellen and Erin Simon, brought extensive experience to the midfield and defensive areas, which at the time I thought was going to be a really good fit for Leicester. Um, For whatever reason, I'm not saying it's those players particularly, but as a whole, the club has just been massively struggling and there is a real lack of flow to their football. On top of signing players, I've always felt that Leicester utilised the loan system really effectively and maybe even one of the most effective teams to kind of trust in younger players and in the loan system kind of dynamics. For example, Carrie Jones, who is a Manchester United player, has joined for the season 
She's a hugely talented player and I think definitely one to watch out for in the future. She actually made her international debut for Wales at the age of 15 in 2019, which is obviously kind of wild. Finally, my player to watch out for is probably Shannon O'Brien. So I think quite often, actually, her performances kind of fly under the radar at times. But in her first 18 months while she was at Leicester, they I think they did catch a few people's eyes. So she came from Coventry United and played a really key role in the side's progression and was quite an important mechanism in the side's attack. So she made 21 league appearances last season and she also was Leicester's player of the season after some really important performances for the side. Overall, I think trip-ups excluded, which hopefully we don't have. I do think we have improved in that area. I think we should win this game quite comfortably and, of course, will be particularly a really important game to really try and work on the goal difference. At the minute as it stands, it's just the one goal between us and Man United, but ultimately that's why they're at the top and we're second. And I know I've said it so many times, but it's just so true because this season has so few games in terms of league, not how congested the fixtures are. You know how I feel about how congested the fixtures are. But the league itself, on its own, any slip-ups in terms of goal difference can be really important, especially as all the teams really improve season on season which obviously Man United have done massively. I would say that my score prediction is probably a 4-0 kind of area. I do think it could be tough, especially in the opening minutes, simply because I think, you know, Leicester have got a real point to prove. They don't want to be in the position they're in as, as the season goes on and it gets more and more difficult and kind of relegation starts to loom. But overall, even with some key players missing, our quality will just outshine them. And I think that will be the key dividing factor. And then, obviously, the tactics of Jonas. My final note on Arsenal is definitely that we don't have a Champions League game in between. So our next game is the following weekend on Saturday the 19th of November, which is at the Emirates against Man United, which is going to be an absolutely massive game. If you haven't got your tickets and you can make it, please, please come down. I think it will be really incredible and I think could be one of those defining games of the season. So based on the fact that we don't have a Champions League league game to think about in between, I think the lineup could be really interesting. There's not as much pressure to have a huge focus on rotation. But who do we all want to see in the side? Let me know. I'm personally really hoping for Laura Weinrother. I think she's had a really good season. And then obviously, for me, one of our key players so far has been Caitlin Ford. And I think she'll definitely play. So, fingers crossed all our gooners. I think this one's a pretty safe game to watch. Um, I hope you will enjoy it. And I will see you in the next episode where I will be doing a post-match chat. Bye. Thanks for listening.